was a commercial or that was a song to lead this into. I was like, uh-uh, <laughs> huh? I Not your song. I wasn't paying attention. It's like, holy moly. Oh, uh, well. So, okay, we got some calls up on the line here. So, Dr. Jessica, are you with us? I am. All right. Okay, let's. Uh, Deb called in. We're in. Um, she's got. She's a postal carrier, so she has something to mention. Hey, Debbie. Hello. Hey, thanks for holding on. I greatly appreciate it. What's going on? Sure. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm a mail carrier. Mm-hmm. Thank you for and your service. I just would like to kind of make a a plea to people to try to understand why we can't have their dogs running after us, and we're trying to do. Work for them. Like no, okay. I deliver their mail and their packages. Right. And it's been a really bad problem. It usually is every year, spring and summer. But um, we don't want to spray our dog. We don't want to get bit. Right. We don't want to trip and break our ankle. Right. And most of me, you know, and my and my coworkers, we own dogs. We love dogs. Right. But um, there seems to be a kind of a notion of if their dog's not growling or gnashing their teeth or biting us, then they're despondent and we should understand that they're friendly and happy and <laughs> but we don't have time to create that kind of a relationship, relationship. When we're doing our job exactly so i just wish people would kind of see it from our standpoint of you know that, um, when you know we the don't males... want to cause a problem we just want to get on with our day right we just want to your go... dog is chasing us down the street or worse or whatever uh-huh. it's a problem oh no kidding um, have you ever, I, I know it shouldn't be a problem to, to do this, but have you ever, uh, like, carried some treats so that you can defray the dog onto something else and you can just move on? Katie, I'm sorry I'm losing you. I can't hear you very well. Okay. Have you ever tried to ha- carry treats to uh, throw so the dog will quit following you and go get the treat and leave you alone? Um, treats are a big, fat no-no. Oh, really? Why? Because, um, especially now, we have a lot of new people, and that's kind of, you know, yeah. okay. kind of typical, but if somebody else is carrying the route when you're not on it that particular day, okay, they're not familiar with the dogs that are on the route, okay. and if they're coming to you and you don't have a treat and they think you have a treat, yeah, then that could really create a problem. Oh, that's very true. That's very true. So, so they, that's a big, that hasn't been reinstated, you know, they used to really drive that point home a lot, but um, this, for those of us who've been doing this job for a long time, we all know that we're not supposed to hand treats out to dogs because... Right. For the next person that comes along, it's oh, it that's a interesting. Message to the dog, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, don't you? No, you're totally correct. Uh, so basically, what you're asking then is that, like, the time that you normally come around, that for people to just keep the dogs inside so you can get on with your route, right? We need to. I mean, obviously, there's certain dogs on our routes, and if we've been doing the same route for a long time, we know we get to know people and their dogs and right. stuff. Um, but it's. It's for those who don't, those of us who don't know their dogs and certain people, especially perhaps if they live in a Mm cul-de-sac and they kind of think that there's, they have more room to kind of let the dogs do what they want to do. I see. Okay. We've had a lot of trouble with that this year and Mm -hmm. they come out of nowhere and um, we, I mean, when we're walking down the street, we really can't see our feet because we're carrying so much stuff. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And so if you get a dog circling around your feet. Okay. And, you know, I go down and I break an ankle or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's a problem. Yeah, think. Yeah, that definitely is. I didn't even think about that. You're carrying so much stuff. You so can't I see your feet. I just wanted to kind of put it out there for people at least give a second thought of, you know, um, when it doesn't matter what breed of dog, big, right, small. Right. It doesn't matter. Just, yeah. Just a, an animal who's who should be in the confines of the 
owner, whether it's on a leash, behind a fence, behind, in the house, mm-hmm. or something like that, if they're out running free, yep. even with a, uh, uh, what do you call it, invisible fence? Right. If their mailbox is next, you know, attached to their house, right, and their dog is on a lead in the front yard, yep. and if, obviously if we have to get to the box, we have to, you know, go by, past your dog to get to that box, right. we're going right. to walk right past your house. Uh, I'm not going to take that chance. So during mail time, dogs would be very nice if people would bring because you usually are around the same time, printer every day, and so uh, a lot of times if we're doing another route, say lately we've been very short-handed, okay. so that we do a regular route. So we start at seven, get done at four, three thirty, four, whatever. Mm-hmm. And if I'm carrying on a carrying some more on another route, I'm not going to know who the dogs are, and the dogs aren't going to know who I am. I am. Yep. And so it creates that question mark, and we don't know what time we're going to get there either. So right. Right. People should not rely on us being there at a certain time every day. Okay. Because a lot of us, too, we, you know, cross from different stations, you know, okay. different um, things that we do per day. It's not the same assignment every single day. Right, right. So well, figure this out. I mean, that's kind of a general rule of thumb anyway, whether it's talking about dogs or just, you know, yeah. them expecting us to be at their door at a certain time. Yeah, well, to me, it would be doesn't really happen like part that of the- anymore. Yeah, I, I know, but that it's, it's, it's a difficult situation. We'll have to. Um, this is. I have to think about this one because to me, I think it would be standard protocol that all postal people carry treats so that you're always prepared. Because it's like you say, the time can't be there. Uh, like I, I count on you. I like every yeah, day. Yeah, I'm to losing be a you on the phone. I'm missing you. I'm, okay. I'm oh, well, very well. So you know what? I'm going to hang up. Okay, kiddo. You take care. Thank Thanks you for, for the, taking my call. Thanks for the heads and, up. Uh, okay, take care, everybody. Be safe out there. You bet. Bye bye. Thank you. Alrighty then. Okay, we appreciate Debbie for calling in on behalf of the postal workers because that is very true. But I would say if we, we could all, if they all just carried, you know, but I know they got a lot of packages and uh, boy, that's, uh, we'll have to think about this one. Okay, who's up next? All right, I'm just going to go back down the line here. We have Lisa. She has a question about seatbelts for dogs. Okay. Hey, Lisa, how you doing? Hi, Katie. Hi, Dr. Jess. I'm or just wondering too, what's the best way to transport dogs in a car is it kennels is it seat belts what do you all think i'm not a seat belt fanatic or uh, thing because uh, there really hasn't been any serious testing on that you know for the uh-huh. for the dogs and so uh, myself if you're in a kennel the if the dog is in a kennel obviously that has to be belted in or if you have a truck you know screwed into the bed so in case you get into an accident that the kennel doesn't go flying through the the vehicle (laughs) you would have been fine if that kennel wouldn't hit you in the head (laughs) and so you know it's really it's really a catch-22 it's 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 a it's a it's a tough one it really is but the most of seatbelts out there really haven't had much uh, safety you know where they haven't you know what i mean been tested Uh there you go that's the word i wanted it has haven't been tested dr levy what do you what's your thoughts on the seatbelt and kennels in a car i agree wasn't it the whole dog journal that had uh a whole article comparing all the different kinds of seatbelts. And um, like, I think there was only one or two companies that had done any kind of actual safety testing or crash testing or anything. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, people think of something and they're like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. That sounds like that would probably work. And then they go ahead and, you know, design it and sell it without actually testing finding out it. if it works. Yeah, testing it. Yeah, like- I think in, in general, I would say, um, keep your dog in the back seat. There are all sorts of, um, like, you know, those slings things that kind of go around the headrest of the front seat to the headrest of the back seat so that it kind of keeps your dog yep. contained on the seat. Yep. But also so that they can't, if you have to slam on the brakes, so that they can't 
fall off the seat into the foot area. Yep, yep, yep. Um, But yeah, it it drives me nuts when I, you know, see people going down the road with a dog on their lap. Oh, that sends me over the edge too. So mm-hmm. I don't Dogs know. Yeah. Around in the front seat. So Lisa, yeah. there really isn't. It's, it's you know, like I say, I I'm just not stolen in the seatbelt thing because, like I say, uh, as far as them actually working, because there mm-hmm. hasn't really been many tests. Even though it looks, look what they all the testing they do for humans, you know, for the car. Remember the car seats they have for kids nowadays. My Lord in heaven, they weigh fifty tons in themselves. <laughs> so okay. I I appreciate the the whole dog taco sling. I think maybe I'll try some of those out till we see what more information mm-hmm. coming out. Okay, that's cool. Good, good, yeah. good. Yeah, well, it's, it's like you know thing, things that you wouldn't think of. I had a patient in my senior year of that school, and this was a Rottweiler who had been, you know, loose in the back of the pickup, just like they tell you not, not to, to do. do. And his owner had, unfortunately, um, slammed the truck into a tree. That's... And the driver died, but the dog was flung out the back of the pickup, and he survived. Wow. Uh, yeah. You know, must have shot out the back of that thing, like, a, out of a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, but, it's but, tough, if, it's but, tough if, this... but if he'd been, you know chain to the truck or something he wouldn't have made it either that wouldn't have made it either and also too when this is a heads up to all you people with little dogs please don't be having them sitting on your lap while you are driving and having their head out the window if you had to hit your brakes fast number one the small dog can wind up through the steering wheel and get lodged and you've lost now control of the car or they they slide down and but you're they're down by the pedals and now they're freaked out, you're freaked out, and you don't hit the right pedal at the right time. That's the worst thing. So the thing is, is heads up to everybody that I mean, might be cutesy and, oh, look, at we're driving together. He head is out the window and he's standing on my lap, and that's the most unsafe. Or if you have to hit turn a you know quick turn, the dog can fall out of the, of the window. So it's like people use your heads for Pete's sakes, you know. Mm-hmm. Or if the airbag goes off. Oh yeah. Oh, that's an, I forgot about the airbags. I, I don't know why. Because I, I I'm terrified of airbags. If my airbag goes off, I'm oh, dead. That well, that will kill a lot of little dogs or any dog too. And I a mean, lot of little people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot sit far enough away from the airbag. <laughs> that is very true. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that's a good question. It really is. As far as thanks, Lisa, for bringing that up because that's one thing we haven't really discussed is car safety and you know about dogs and such like that. So thanks for bringing that up. Okay. Yeah. Thank you both. Okay. You bet. Have a great evening. Take care. Bye bye. That is yeah. And what do you talk? What did you say? A taco switch slingshot, Doctor Jess? There's there's like um, it's kind of like a canvas, like a hammock, I guess. Yes. Okay. And so. So it attaches around the headrest of the front seat. Okay. Around the back of them. Yeah. And then it kind of flings, so it it rests on the seat. It covers up the what do you call oh, it? Oh, well or something. Oh, okay. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So it sort of yeah. So it sort of contains the dog in a specific area of the car, and they they can't fall into the foot area if you slam on the brakes you know because yes. if you slam on the brakes they can potentially slide off the seat but oh, this won't exactly them. well i'll be dang that's really cool i have not seen that okay hold on we're going to be come back and then we'll tie things up with dr jess here so what kind of animal fix your leaky pipe what kind of animal will fix your leaky pipes we'll be back 
Staying with the KDK9 show, go to mytalk1071.com, check out all the podcasts of the past shows, and, and uh, Hope every week puts up some cutesy thing on my show page, so check that out. And also, if you want to uh, check out the KDK9 Facebook page or the KDK9 website, go to mytalk1071.com. Okay, what kind of animal will fix your leaky pipes? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Dr. <got> Dr. <laughs> Dr. Jess? I have no idea. <sighs> What is, you know, Como Park? Yes. Okay, who's Sparky? I don't know. You don't, I don't think Oh, you I, don't know? I don't think. At Como Park, Sparky? Mm-mm. Oh, Sparky's a seal. Oh, okay. Okay, so what kind of animal oh, will fix your leaky pipe? A seal. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Cute. There you yes. go. There you go. Uh, but anyway, okay, uh, Dr. Jess, uh, you want to leave us with any uh, any gr- words of wisdom, thing, something in the animal world we need to know about? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You're putting me on the spot here? Ah, okay. Um, do do not freak out if you find a tick on your dog. Yeah, you do pull it off. Okay. And, and there's no magic. Don't try to hold up a lighter to the tick or put alcohol on it or oh. whatever. Just Just grab it up against the dog's skin and pull. Okay. And the old wives tale, I let the head in. What about that? Uh, it's it's very difficult to tear a tick in half, although I have done it. Uh-huh. But the head the head is not going to survive without the body. Right. And you know how, like, your body naturally pushes out splinters and thorns and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it would get ejected. Okay. Um, I put <laughs> on a cotton swab, I've put... Once I got the tick off because it had a good, you know, a good hold, I put a little bit of peroxide on it. What's your thoughts on that? Sure, sure. Okay. You get you don't want to put too sure. much, especially you, if you got a black dog. Yeah, you, you might you dye use, the hair. <laughs> right. You could use vinegar. You could use peroxide. You could use black tea um, or green tea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tons of different things you could use, but you know, alternatively. You know, you don't necessarily have to do anything. Ticks, tick bites can leave a nasty welt. Yep. And so sometimes they do swell up. They can look inflamed. They can look like they're infected. But pus is old white blood cells. Pus is a sign that your immune system is doing a job. It's not necessarily a sign that something is horribly infected and requires antibiotics. Oh, that's a good idea. I did not look at it. Paid me for me to come to my show today. <laughs> no. Yeah. And so, Plus, it's so old it's white sales. Yeah. It's a natural product of like the end stage of when when your immune system is done cleaning something up. You're going to get pus that's going to, you know, come out of a hole somewhere. Oh, wow. Um, but it's not anything to be freaked out about. Okay. That's good. Okay, well, we'll let you get on with your day. Now, how can people get a hold of you if they want to uh, talk some more to you? Through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. Okay, there you go. I greatly appreciate you spending your Sunday with me. You have a great Memorial weekend, and we'll talk soon. Okay, kiddo? You bet. Get your um, phone fixed. Yes, I will. (laughs) I'll be doing that tonight. (laughs) Thanks, Dr. Levy. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. It's always good to have her on. She's a wealth of information. And that's something pus. I did not know about that about pus. I didn't know <laughs> that either. Yes. Okay, let's go to the phone line. All right. Let's take Colleen's call about her cat's attitude. Okay, cat's attitude. Hi, Colleen. What's going on? Oh, hi. Hi. I'm at Chuck and Don's right now. I'm just making a transaction. So ah. I'm so sorry. Okay, well, we'll put you on hold. 
Okay, don't it, put you on hold. We'll go to the next one, and then you can we'll get back to you. Perfect. We have Jennifer, and her dog chases its tail. Okay, hey Jennifer, how you doing? Hey Jennifer. Uh oh, where'd she go? Okay. Sounds like she's. I don't know what she's I doing. I don't know where she's <laughs> going after either. Well, okay. keep on hold. All right. We'll, we'll talk just a little, little bit here anyway. And because, uh, yeah, I know a lot of people are freaking out about, you know, the ticks and they want to grab for all the chemicals. And people, please don't put any chemicals in or on your dog or cat that you won't put in or on yourself. OK, especially cats. They can lick every place partner of their body other than the back of their head. And so if you put anything on them and I've known a couple cats that have died, that have gone into convulsions oh. from edible flea tick tablets sure. whatever you want to call right okay and see and i'm a huge uh, advocate against anything that you put in the mouth mm. just for the fact that that goes into the gut system and now right. that affects the kidneys the liver Ugh. the gut the stomach the throat the blah, blah, blah. and so you know like i say there's just so many natural ways to do it and i and i, I just keep resounding you know uh, trying to get people to stay and then play plus or doing things organically as <laughs> i was going to take a picture of my yard uh, because all the dandelions have gone to seed now, and okay, they look like yes. a whole bunch of soldiers out there, powder, <laughs> powder puffs, hats on. Yeah, and you know, and yeah, but you know, yeah, the transaction of going from yellow to getting tall and having powder puffs heads. But uh, and yesterday I couldn't take it. I got in the more just. I didn't really cut the lawn. I was just after the soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, and it looks so nice once those tall guys are, are done. But and we finally got actually a little bit of rain. Mm-hmm. But the bigger thing is that, um, uh, yeah, just finally to have that done. But uh, you know, I, I, yes, it's a pain in my butt to look out there and see that. But the thing is, is that then it's done for the rest of the year till next year we're done. And so that doesn't make me want to go out get the chemicals to kill all the dandelions so I don't see the tall soldiers anymore with the puppy hats. Right. And uh, as like I said, we've got apple trees, never used anything on them. Our apples never look great, good, you know, like shiny, positive that you see at the apple orchard. But they taste great. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And they have no chemicals, you know, mm-hmm. because I've got the chickens that are running around, the kids, in the dogs. I just, I just uh, yeah. And uh, organic lands, but, uh, oh, lands, organic. <laughs> Soon it'll be like- yeah, really. <laughs> Organic Lawns by Lunseth, L-U-N-S-E-T-H uh, dot com. Organic Lawns by Lunseth. You want to check them out. There's Hopefully there's more of them. I just know Shay and her husband, they do an awesome job. And then and one thing I mentioned a couple weeks ago is if you live in an association, and, you know, they, they're always chemical lawn mm-hmm. happy, you know, type thing, sure. you know, happy, happy, you know, get all those chemicals. And so uh, uh, Shay, I was going to help a couple people with their associations, you know, to say, hey, let's not do the chemicals anymore. Let's just try doing things organic. And, and really, I really think of people that are belong in associations would really do the research and present it uh, and then fa- have a way. Right. You know, I think everybody would jump on board because mm-hmm. we, none of us want to be, you know, have our pets die. Remember, if there's a still, there's a, if you use lawn chemicals or people around you, immediately around you, there's still a 70% chance that your dog can get some kind of lymphoma or your mm-hmm. cat or your yourself for Peter's sakes you know you're walking through it breathing it in and so that's why but the thing is the associations uh, different homeowner associations they have all these rules and regulations well let's try to get them to think more natural and be caregivers of our land you know that i think that'd be huge so anyway uh but uh, hopefully we can is, is anybody uh let's try jennifer again so we try jennifer and see if she's she's there 
Da, 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 da. We do have to run actually okay, to yeah. break, so okay. then I'll try to talk to them. Okay, sounds good. Let's okay, what we're we gonna do here. Are we ready for this? How many snails does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many snails does it take to screw in a light bulb? And we shall be back. All right. How many snails does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? Nobody wants to wait long enough to find out. (laughs) So there you go. That is true. Nobody wants to wait long enough to find out. There you go. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. Yes, we have Colleen now. All right, Colleen is done shopping. Yes. Oh, yay, yay, yay. (laughs) You left your dollar bills behind, did you? Okay, you got... So, so I have Dolly who, um, I just moved and she's now pooping on the floor, not peeing, just pooping right at the bottom of the stairs, right where I can see it when I walk in. Um, and I don't know if you remember, I had emailed you a while back. I've had her almost two years now Mm -hmm. and she did that to her other owners. Ah, Okay. Do you recall that? Yep. Okay, yeah. but see, now you did. And, and she's been so good for me. Yep. I lived alone, and she's been so good in. A month after I got her, she started peeing, and I spanked her butt. Like, who spanks a cat's butt? Uh-huh. But I did, and she never, never did anything wrong after that. Okay. I don't advise spanking a cat. Right, but, right, um, right. Frustration levels are running high. <laughs> now I moved. And she seems to like the place just fine. But if I pay attention to the dog there, if I'm not right there with her, mm-hmm. that's what she does. She's mm-hmm. done it twice now. Okay. Have you tried any pheromones? Yes, I have that in in two of the rooms downstairs. Okay. I mean, okay. in a small bedroom, and okay. and then um, yeah, in the basement. I have two of them. So how often does she go doo-doo outside of her box? Well, she did that twice now in the last two days. Two days, okay. Once a day. Okay. But she's just making a point to do it. Um, What about, let's try to change it, is it when you leave the house and then you come back? Correct. Okay. So is there a way that you can put her in a room um, you know, that obviously has a litter box and such like that for and a cat tree, something to do for her. You know, so when you go, you're just going to kind of put how, put her in that room and just see what she does with that and see how she handles that to break the routine that's for some reason she's starting. Also, too, now, um, how, uh, how long have you, what, how long have you been in your new place? Um, two months. Two months, okay. And has this just started recently? It just started two days ago. Two days ago, okay. Can you think back of what what happened two days ago? Did so, did you have people over for dinner, or what? Did, can you pick, what? you know? And and the other thing is, I did have um, my boyfriend over, and and that's the only thing. Otherwise, it's just her and I, okay, always, okay, and then. 
he was there, so I was not paying attention to her. Right. And so I went downstairs, went to use the bathroom, went back up, and she wanted to come outside with us. We were sitting on the step, and I didn't let her, of course. And and then I went downstairs, and it was right there. Uh So I think that's like the second time now. Okay. She was just mad. Okay, so then, so there's been other times you've left the house and come back, and there hasn't been anything there, correct? Oh yeah, I've okay. had her for almost two years yeah, now, okay. and she's so good. There's okay. nothing. I okay. Because when cats or dogs or anything with it, there's usually a trigger. So think back what the trigger is. So the trigger is the boyfriend, correct? I, I'm guessing. Okay. That's the only thing I can think of. But see now, okay, now today. So the, when the boyfriend was there and then left from the, that day and the next day, she did that. Yeah, no, he left. Right. Okay. The, the, the boyfriend left. Right. And, and she's fine. She's, she just acts like she owns me. Like okay. She's in my bed with me and we watch TV and she's just. Like nothing's okay, wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I should spank her. No, or... no, don't. Because yeah, cats. Do you, have you read the book Your Cat by Hod- Hodgkins? No. Your Cat by Hodgkins. He goes into a lot of behavior problems and such like that. You know, to help you see it from the cat's point of view. But cats, remember, are independent. Remember what girl cats are called? Queens. I'm cool. You're not. <laughs> and and they cats do hold grudges. They really do. And so, unlike a dog, dogs don't hold grudges. And so, and certain smells might trigger an instance incident, but otherwise. But cats have masters. Dogs have uh, dog. Dogs have masters. Cats have staff. All right. So now the next time the baby, the, the boyfriend comes over, you know, to, uh, check it out. Just try to get a feel of, you know, what's going on, you know, type thing. And then go from there. And then has he held her before? Yeah, she rubs up to him. Oh, and, nice. And okay. Fine. Okay. Okay. Well, let's see if he does it again. Because he's obviously come over. You've been there two months. He's obviously came over other times, correct? It, only those two times. And that's when she did it. Oh, interesting. That's really, that's really interesting. Well, if that's the, yeah, if that's the only well, you know, with it with cats, like I say, they cats have uh, staff, and you're the, you're the staff. <laughs> so that'd be interesting. Make sure you write that down. You know, keep a log and just see if it happens. Like the next time he comes over, or something like that, or the next time she does it, what was going on around, and just kind of see what what you could put together at that for that. Okay. Okay. You could also okay. try the rescue remedy. But it being that she's not doing, there was a definite trigger. It's just not random. You know what I mean? There, there's a definite trigger. So, yeah. Uh, yeah so, I don't know. That That is the the next time the boyfriend comes over, put her in her own room with her own litter box. <laughs> so, she can't leave your present at the bottom of the stairs. So Yeah. But, yeah, that really is strange. It very is much so. Okay. I mean, he was over to my other home, and, and she never did anything. Mm-hmm. So... New territory, though. It's like kind of marking your territory, too. You know, it's new territory. Yeah. So, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Uh, okay. I know. I'll, I'll yeah. keep you updated. Though. Yeah, please do. Please do. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you. You bet. Bye. Yeah, no, that it is. But cats do, do, you know, they, they do hold a grudge. Yeah. Somewhat. You know, they're it's very interesting, though. Yeah. Well, and see, the thing is, is like, you know, I like, uh, uh, I was taught this a while back. And anyway, like if two cats were like, you know, is <laughs> yeah. that, you know, they're ready to, what you want to do is instead of coming in like a, you know, bad cat, 
that's in, you know, and then make the situation or like come in with water and blast them when mm-hmm. they're, you know, no, you come in and try to pet like pet. Oh, you try to calm the seas sure. with cats. Not with the, you know, like if two dogs are fighting or good about fight, we have a tendency to come in and just, bah! Mm-hmm. okay. But with cats, they do, they hold uh, a, a grudge, you know, <laughs> is a short, the only word I can come up with right now. Whereas, and, and, and it really does work. Like when mm. Adeline and Sally, remember, they were yes. getting along, you know, and so then <laughs> finally, when I finally could, you know, pet Adeline, pet Sally, you know, and this, you know, instead of screaming and yelling at him, like, you know, Sally, knock it off. Right. You know, so, so eventually good things happened to each of them in my, number one in my presence and when in each other's presence. Right. Right. Yeah. Instead of all this, because if you, if you come down on two cats that are, you know, they're going to go at each other. Then what happens is that they, it's kind of misplaced aggression where they think the other cat caused it. So it builds up even mm. more animosity. Sure. And so what you try to do is get everybody to, like each other, that good things happen around, you know, that it doesn't turn into, you know, and if they, at first when, uh, Sally was really, really not nice with Adeline, <laughs> it was just like, hey, 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 you know, you be nice, Sally, be nice, be nice. But I never like took the water out on her or anything like that. So yeah, cats are, you hmm. know, they're not dogs. Right. No Different. <laughs> so you got to think like a cat is what you got to do. So it, it's, it's craziness. Uh, so uh, yeah, hopefully that will. Uh, but that book, your cat, and then oh, there's another one. I'm trying to visualize it. Um, uh, it's a book. It's um, cat behavior problems and their owners. I oh, think is okay. what it's called. Cat by Divine D E V I N E. I think it's called cats and their owners and behavioral problems. And that's another good. But there's not too many good cat. All books? around cat books, you know, they got dog training dogs, books up yes. all over the. Yeah, all but yeah, over. it sounds like we need more cat behavior <laughs> yeah, books. Well, yeah, oddly enough, yes. The thing is, is that Mary, I don't think many people have taken the time, other than if they have the profession, you know, like a vet or whatever, to be around cats to really sit down, kind of like. Uh, because cats are so independent, mm-hmm. you kind of follow them around, you know. Well, I'm lucky, boy. You call Adeline, you call any of my cats, and they come racing. Aww. You know, they come, you know, that's why, you know why cats come to Kitty Kitty? Because that's what you call them. When people come over to the house and they're, oh, here's Kitty Kitty. I said, no, that one's Adeline. Uh, oh, Kitty, I know the cat, <laughs> okay. it's, the name yeah. is Adeline, not Kitty Kitty. But everybody, when they meet cats, they go, yes. oh, hi, Kitty, Kitty, Kitty. No, that's Sally. That's cat with a K. You know, you if you truly, the, the cats will come. If I call cat with a K, cat, I don't go cat with a K, I just go cat. Cat. Okay. <laughs> and so anyway, um, and if I call Sally, I get sad. I call Adeline. She will literally come racing from the field oh, if wow. she was out in the field yeah. and she's flying up to the front <laughs> steps. And so that's what I mean is that if you call your cats by name and do not do the kitty kitty thing, kind of like what happens with um, uh, uh, dogs is that with, uh, we have a tendency with dogs to uh, give 15 million different names mm-hmm. to them. You know, you know, uh, let's say the dog's name is Spot. Oh, hey, Spotter. Hey, Dotter. Hey, look at you, uh, T. Or, you know what I mean? We give too many names to the dogs. The dog over time realizes that all of them are them. 
you know, yes. but it'd be just like, okay, with hope, hopester, they, you know, popster, you know what I mean? Where yes. you, you know that eventually that's all you, but you only answer to one really quickly. Okay. Right. Okay. Yep. Like, okay. I was a cat. I grew up, I, I, I'm a Kathleen. Okay. I grew up being called Kathy. Okay, and then how do you get Kathy out of Kathleen? I have no idea. But anyway, and then Katie, that's another thing. Okay, now Katie came to me by way of bartending. Okay, I didn't look like a Kathy. I looked like a Katie. Fine, what's your drink? (laughs) I don't care what you call me. What are you drinking? (laughs) Okay, well, then I got to a couple years there, I I wound up bartending like almost full time. So no more people got to know me as Katie. Right. And then Katie just kind of stuck. And so then my my friends that I've had for 50, 50 years, they said, we can't call you Katie. We, you're Kathy. I said, call me Kathy. I don't, that's oh, I, that would throw me off yeah. if I met them in like in a group setting. Oh, well, they no, call hey, Kathy. It's gotten really interesting when I do when I have <laughs> my your, groups together. Sure. This side knows me as Kathy. This knows me as Katie. <laughs> but you know they all together. It's you. Yeah, and so the, the the thing is, is that in time, you know, I do answer to Kathy, but I answer quicker to Katie. Mm-hmm. But that's what we do to our dogs and the cast is yeah. find the name stick to it until they really know their name and then if you want to give cutesy names you know not with cats but with the with the dogs but okay what kind of shoe makes fun of you what kind of shoe makes fun of you be back hello wrapping up the hour here we're moving on remember next week we'll not be here because it's memorial weekend so you guys will stay have fun in the sun Keeping high. I got to start planting some of my flowers. <laughs> what I got to do? <laughs> what kind of shoe makes fun of you? Ah, uh, I was thinking. I don't know. Is it a clown shoe? Uh, that could uh, work. Okay, okay. How about a moccasin? Oh, mock moccasin. Yes, mock you moccasin. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, okay, who's up? All right, I think we have Jennifer now. All right, hi Jennifer. Hi Katie. <laughs> We adopted a pit bull mm-hmm. uh, two years ago who mm-hmm. is an absolute dream, except she constantly chases her tail. Okay. And then when she... We have a collar that we beep when she starts, and that helps. Yeah. But if we don't have the collar on or... Okay. Um, uh, how long has she been chasing the tail? Um, it's been getting progressively worse. Yeah. Okay. But... Um, she started once in a while, and I we run on the treadmill... Two miles a day. She plays frisbee uh, twice a day. You know, mm-hmm. she's getting a ton of exercise. Right, right. But how long has she been? Has she always chased her tail and just getting yes. worse? Yes. Okay. Uh, believe it or not, it can be a neurological problem and it can be caused by the rabies shot. And so you'd be do well to talk to Dr. Jess for a remedy. There's got There's a remedy out there, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the, you're okay. right. You're also right, though, to do the beep. There are some uh, dogs that, if not caught early, that everybody thinks it's so funny, the dog chasing his tail, that they just laugh at it, you know? And I do believe that some dogs get a high from it. You know how the kids twirl around, twirl around, and then they fall down? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And so, uh, so, but obsessive tail chasing can be a neurological. And so that's another thing that, uh, that you might want to look into is chiropractic. Getting a an adjustment, all right, and then from all that twirling, that kind of knocks things out of whack too. And so there, there's different things. Are there, you know, you want to stop it, obviously, with the beep. If that works, make sure you do that for right now, till you can get it figured out. 
All right. Okay. And so then I was a chiropractor. And then uh, Dr. Jess, I wish we would have got to you before uh, Dr. Jess left. Uh, but because anyway, that would be uh, uh, something for her. So why don't you just uh, uh, go to her website and, and email her, tell her you were holding on. We didn't get to you. Okay. So it's, it's holistic-vet-care.com. Okay. okay, and then tell her about the tail chasing and that it's progressively, just what you told me, that it's progressively gotten worse and see okay. what her take is. What food are you feeding? Pardon? What food are you feeding? Um, I don't remember. It was whatever the shelter was feeding her. Okay, yeah, because sometimes diet can also contribute to the factor. So you might want to okay. try like try the Nutrisource products. Uh, you don't, okay. you know, you you do low grade food sometimes can have some a lot of junk in it that can you know kind of like the kid that you know he eats a lot of junk and he acts goofy. <laughs> yeah. Okay? okay. So you could try that, but definitely I would uh, go ahead and email Dr. Jess uh, and uh, see if she can you know help you out with this one because that okay. like I say it could be a neurological. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Thank well, you. good luck. Keep me posted. Okay. I will do. Take, take care. Bye bye. Yeah, tail chasing is fun, but mm. like I say, I have heard through the grapevine, sometimes it can be caused by the rabies shot, because oh. it's the rabies shot affects the neurological system. Sure. That's what rabies is, right? right. Remember? Oh, no. Yeah. Did you ever see O-Yeller? Yes, <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> good. That's well, not good. I saw that once, and I would never, ever watch it again. Yeah. Nope. Can't do that. Mm-hmm. Same with, there's another one with uh, uh, Robert Gere. Uh, is it, It's about a Shiba Inu dog. Uh, that waits for him. Is it Hachi? Uh, Hachi, yes. I Hachi. saw the preview. I don't. I have never yes. seen that. Yes, is, Hachi. Is, nope. It, won't watch okay. it again. No, thank you. Mm-mm. I was looking nope, at it. Nope, I was like, maybe, nope, maybe nope. I'll watch this. Nope. Well, <laughs> go it, ahead and watch. But is, it's a tearjerker. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yep. 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 <laughs> and then the other one, if you really want to get on a roll, uh, watch Red Dog. Okay, I've never seen Red that dog. one. Oh, that's about a. It's a true story about a dog in Australia. The way they put that movie together was phenomenal. And the thing is, is that um, then they came out with Red Dog Two. Okay. Okay. So you need to read, read, watch Red Dog first. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then once you absorb that. And, Take a break. <laughs> uh, yes, a bit of break. And then, uh, I mean, but that's mm. that has so many good. The movie starts out, you want to turn it off right away. Okay. 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 I'm not going to wreck it for anybody. Right. But anyway, but you need to sit because then you see how this dog affected everybody in this town. Okay. was unbelievable. But then what was so cool, because that's the big question in your head is how did he wind up where he was? The town, mm. how he came to this town. And so, yeah. And so the thing, and it's in Australia. Um, and then, uh, so Red Dog 2 answers a lot of those questions. Oh, that is okay. really way cool. So, yeah, so Red Dog and Red Dog 2 is huge. Nice. Okay, great. Okay, what do we got here? Let's see if we can quick. Yes, we have Susan. Hi, Susan. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What's your question? Um, I am considering um, getting or, uh, uh, another cat for my resident cat. Okay. Who we recently got in February. Right. And so, and he's a male. And is there any kind of advice you can give of his as far as like, should you get another male, a female, and um, and then I had one other question. Okay, how that. old is your? How is the cat now? The cat that you have. The cat is almost a year next month. Okay, uh, uh, two males get along better than uh, a male and a fe- or a male and a female, but usually ma- the females are a lot more 
independent. They're not as fun as most. I've had some fun female cats, but very not out of all the cats I've had, which has been a lot. Uh, the the best thing is uh, is the males are a little bit more fun. Now, for well, whatever thing, uh, you never get a cat for a cat. Okay, cats are 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 independent. They they're not a dog. They're not a pack animal. Okay, some cats will get along with other cats if they've been brought up with other cats. They've learned to mingle with other cats. But truth be told, most cats are kind of like, yeah, this is my territory. Get the heck out of here. Okay, <laughs> and so that's okay. what you got to pay attention now. Is your existing cat is he like a fun loving, happy, play a lot cat? Yes, and I have three boys, so, um, and he's very sweet, very um, playful, um, has been one of the best cats we've had. Okay, so why do we want to get another one? I think because we did go out of town, and um, we had a little problem with having him being checked on, and when we did, he was very um, loud and just crying okay yep he misses humans maybe he needs a companion no 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 that's the last reason why you're getting a cat for a cat so that when you leave town you won't get that coming back (laughs) no 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 if you got such a nice loving you said you got three boys how old Five, seven, and nine. Okay. I, personally, you don't need any more stress in your life. <laughs> if you got yeah. another cat and it go, it goes sour, and so you've got to find a home for one of the cats, then no, 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 no. Just do things as, and then and a lot of cat owners will do this. They leave for the weekend and leave out food for the cats and stuff like that. And no, you want somebody checking on the cat at least two times a day, have a radio going, have a TV going, put some noise in. Cats don't, you know, even though they they're very independent if they're you're gone for three four days and there's no humans in the house yeah you're gonna hear hear some howling yeah. because it's so that's why the better yeah. thing to do is to hire somebody to come in and watch your house and the cat at the same time but i wouldn't know if you've got the kids that age number one and if they and that cat is doing well with them you've got a million dollar deal right there okay you have okay. no idea how many cats can't stand kids just like dogs all right just like my adeline yeah, just like my Adeline, how she's getting along with the boys, even though they're driving me over the tree sometimes with their screaming and their hollering and ricing. But the thing is, is that Adeline just kind of like, whatever. But now the other cats, they they're invisible. <laughs> they will get they're getting better. And of course, it's gonna be time for them to leave. But don't get another cat for a cat. No, 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 no. Just enjoy what you've got. And this, like I say, if you're gonna be going out of town. Then just kind of, you know, uh, figure out a day where somebody comes and house sits or whatever, or leave a TV on, okay? Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Have a great night. Thanks much. Thank you all for listening. Greatly appreciate it. Go to mytalk1071.com. Check out my show page and podcast and Facebook and website. Hope I can't thank you enough for all your time here. You bet. And thank you for that. Good luck with everything you do in life and work. Okay. Take care.